Yo, what up, Street Talks? Eric Kim. All right, so some uh, some thoughts. All right, so brief, kind of brief presentation on photography, entrepreneurship 101. So this is the basic gist and the basic notion I wanted to have when we talk about photography entrepreneurship. The basic gist is this. What does photography mean to you and how can you become an entrepreneur? So the reason I like this notion of entrepreneurship is entrepreneurship isn't this like you create a quadrillion dollar company and you get a bunch of VCs, whatever. Simply put, entrepreneurship is the, uh, the art of risk taking. Kind of like that. So entrepreneurship as the art of risk taking. What that means is if you're ballsy enough and you're risk loving enough to take a risk for something you believe in, you're an entrepreneur. To entrepreneur, entrepreneur, whatever, it's a French word. And it's kind of the same word as adventurer. So if you like going on adventures, entrepreneurship is for you. Now, a question we never ask ourselves is this. What are your personal dreams in photography and beyond? So this is this is extremely important because no one believes in dreams anymore. It's actually really sad. Like I remember when I was a kid, you know, people are always like, oh, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up and what are your dreams in life, blah, blah. But now nobody believes in dreams. It's actually really sad and depressing. And to me, what American means, you know, it's American. I, I, I see it as more as an attitude, like the American attitude. The American attitude is all about dreaming. To be a dream, the dream act, dreamers, dreaming is good because to dream is to imagine something that doesn't exist yet. Yet is the key point. So ask yourself, what are your personal dreams in photography and beyond? Because to me, it's not really photography for the sake of photography. It's kind of like photography as a means to self-development or you know, philosophy or something, something greater than yourself. So for myself, I, I can't speak for you, but for myself personally, my personal dream is everyone could use photography as a tool for self-empowerment, for arts creation, for exploration. And, you know, I've even taught um, photography to, you know, kids at like um, the uh, Phoenix, Phoenix High in LA. It's kind of like a, you know, a continuation school or like a kid, a school for cool, cool, bad kids. But these kids are insanely talented and creative and amazing. And photography is a way for them to kind of like keep out of trouble. And to actually, because, you know, I think photography is uh, a tool for personal augmentation of seeing the world. So with photography, photography is just like augmented reality. And now I'm kind of thinking more about like how can photography be used as a tool for like entrepreneurship or philosophy and health and so forth. Now, there are many different concepts in photography that are really, really important. And, you know, I'm just going to kind of skip around because I'm kind of, I'm kind of like that. So some, some basic thoughts. First thought is better to aim insanely high and fail than aim too low and hit it. And it's kind of, I think a riff off of like, you know, I think it might've been Michelangelo or something like that. You know, the, the dude who painted the Sistine Chapel all by himself, one man, it's insane. And so I think we've kind of lost the faith in the greatness or the ability of just one human being, which is you. 
Now, you know, based on my personal experiences, this is why I found that, you know, there's this uh, quote from Fernando Galliani quoted by Nietzsche is, uh, eagles don't fly in unison, leave that for the partridges, fly solo. So I'm kind of for solo entrepreneurship. Um, even for me, when I file taxes, it's sole proprietorship. You know, sole means solo. Sole proprietorship. Ship. Proprietorship. Which means proprietorship. Yeah. Sole proprietorship. Which means you are the solo, the only proprietor owner. And this is the tricky thing is that I've, I've actually found in my experiences when you work on a, you know, a team or you do collaborations, it's very difficult because no one will ever be as ambitious and hardworking as you are. And it's really the, the nice thing about solo entrepreneurship, like AKA just you just a team of one is that you as a you, you as a single individual can achieve a lot more than you actually imagine like even for myself as an individual i've been able to make over the last 10 years i've been able to make close to 10,000 blog posts like a quadrillion youtube videos and whatnot and I'm, my ideas are still going and so don't throw shade on yourself and don't think small and lightly about yourself i think you know, if we have any models from history, Leonardo da Vinci is probably the high point or even uh, Steve Jobs. I think it's actually good to have dead heroes than alive heroes because alive heroes are still doing stuff. So we don't know what they're really uh, capable of. And so even when I think about the world of photography, truth be told, I don't really think there's been any really, really great photographer that's been great marketer great photographer, great technician, great innovator. Um, probably the most artistic photographer we've gone thus far is Henri Cartier-Bresson. The most free-spirited photographer is probably Joseph Kudelka, who's still alive. Um, the most personable photographer was probably Richard Avedon, uh, dead. And so those are kind of my three idols, but all of them are a bit lacking. And so my personal ambition is Eric, Eric Kim, to become the first uber photographer that like, you know, great business person, entrepreneur, photographer, uh, visionary, and so forth. And I, I don't know what your personal aims are, but better to aim high than to aim too low. And I think, okay, I think almost all business books, I've read like a quadrillion of them, they're all, they're all bad. This is a tip. Only ever read a business book or an entrepreneurship book written by real entrepreneurs who have actually created their own businesses, failed or whatever. And as an afterthought, after they got rich and they made their millions or billions or whatever, they decided to write a book for the fuck of it. And this is important because there are too many people out there who are just like, you know, writers and consultants or analyzers, stuff like that. They have actually never read, written, you know, actually done real entrepreneurship in the real world. It's so easy to just study a quadrillion uh, entrepreneurs and just synthesize their ideas. It's another thing to actually go out and have real skin in the game. So, you know, no one's opinion is 100% accurate. However, there are some opinions which are a little bit more accurate than others. So Peter Thiel is a great example, you know, one of the co-founders of PayPal. And I think, you know, 
is his book Zero to One is probably one of the very few books actually worth reading. Um, if there's only one book on entrepreneurship, this is the only one book I'd recommend. And he has a quote that's really great is, better to risk boldness than to risk triviality, which means like you only have one life, you know, even though Peter Thiel's like kind of like one of those people who believe in wanting to live forever, that's, that's not going to happen. Essentially, in this short, uncertain life of ours, better to aim insanely high and fail than to just aim for incrementalism, make things a little bit better and then succeed. So probably better to be like an Elon Musk and start a Tesla carte blanche electric car company than to be a Toyota, which is about, you know, incremental gains. I mean, once again, the, the Kaizen Toyota approach is, is totally legitimate. It's good. Like, you know, Honda and stuff like they make very, very good cars, extremely reliable. But for me, I don't know, it's just kind of a little bit boring. I'm like, yo, probably much more interesting to just create something uber epic and fail than to create something that's like kind of good-ish, but succeed. Now, uh, some, 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 some words of advice based on Eric Kim's uh, decade of experience. Watch out for the traps. So what are traps? There's there's many different traps out there. So for example, social media is a trap. Sponsorships are a trap. Um, brand collaborations are a trap. There's there's many many different traps out there, and this is really important because until you own your own platform, you can't own nothing. So there's a nice Jay Z quote: "Until you own yourself, you can't be free. Until you own yourself, you can't be me." Which essentially means one must own their own platform. So you must own your own website and your own platform. So a very simple thing, bluehost.com, install wordpress.org, create the foundation, the platform. Yo, it only costs like five to $10 a month. How can you, you cannot afford not to have, like if you have an Amazon account, uh, Amazon Prime account, a Netflix or a Spotify, bro, like there is no reason for you not to have it because it, unless you own your own platform, you don't have no equity. You know, even Beyonce says, right? Like, you know, pay me in equity, reverse all of that, skirt, whatever. The basic notion is to have equity is to actually have a portion of the, the pie, whatever you're creating. So just like, you know, personal story of mine, you know, my mom worked at the sushi restaurant for like, you know, like close to a decade. You know, she hustled super hard, trained so many waiters, waitresses, whatever, built up the business. And one day the company, you know, kind of didn't like my mom, so they essentially pushed her out of the company. And my mom told me straight up good advice. You know, Sangjina or Sangjin, which is my Korean name. This is really important in life is that if you always work for somebody else, you're never going to have any equity. You're not going to own any of it because it's, you know, it's kind of sad because then, you know, that's kind of part of the game is that you could spend so much hard work building up something. But as long as you're working for somebody else or you got a boss, you're working for a company, you don't own any of that pie. And so when you own your own platform, you own yourself and you also own that equity. So another, another concept that I like, entrepreneurship born out of hyperabundance. So what that means is this. I think there's two types of entrepreneurship. One type of entrepreneurship is entrepreneurship based on... Uh, a need and one out of 
uh, abundance. So what is the difference? So this is kind of inspired by the by my best friend Nietzsche. He he says um, talks about this about art too. So the basic gist is this. If you create a business only to make money because you're desperate, whatever you create will be some sort of compromise. It might actually not be that good. However, entrepreneurship born out of hyperabundance, uberabundance means you, you have the singular artistic, pure vision of whatever you want to create. And money is actually not the end goal. Money could, you know, there's nothing wrong with money. Money is always a mean. Money is a tool to do whatever you want to do. But let's assume that you're a sole proprietor. You're, you're you know, team of one. You're just working for yourself, by yourself. You might actually not need that much money, like um, some, some facts, right? Yo, you could live very well in Mexico City for like less than a thousand bucks a month, 500 bucks a month if you go cheap. Or you could live in Vietnam, in Saigon or Hanoi. And as long as you have a Wi-Fi connection and a laptop, you're, you're pretty money. And so I'm starting to realize this more and more. Realize as long as you have somewhere to sleep, meet and coffee and Wi-Fi connection, you pretty good. So entrepreneurship board a hyper abundance is better because like even this I'm sharing with you, right? Like you'll have enough money in my bank account to last me 10 lifetimes. And the only reason I'm, I'm doing this is because I genuinely believe in it. And I think these ideas could actually maybe help you. And so as a consequence, I feel like my ideas are much more genuine. There's more depth and there's more profundity and maybe truths behind it. And so just realize whatever you create, do it out of the spirit of hyperabundance, not need. Uh, another, another very important thing that I've, uh, I've learned in my experience. 90% of success is marketing and only 10% of it is skill. Not to say that skill is not important, but... There's kind of this strange notion that like one should not self-market themselves or, you know, there's, there's always the notion of a shameless plug. I'm like, whenever people say that, that always puts a bad taste in my mouth. I'm like, you know, it's, it's so funny. If you like some, somehow it's okay to advertise and market other people. Like if you get a brand sponsorship, it's okay to market someone else's brand or platform or whatever. But for some reason, it's not allowed. You're not allowed to market yourself or your own platform. And so I've realized the best antidote is actually advertise yourself. Advertising yourself could probably be the best thing one does. Advertise yourself. Because you are the most important person. You're the most important thing. And what is marketing? Marketing is essentially just to spread your, your message. Like you think about Jesus, very effective marketer. He was able to get his 12 disciples and spread his message. So to me, marketing is, you know, it's kind of like a loosey goosey notion. It's just having a certain idea and sharing it with other people. And, you know, whether you like it or not, we all live in the capitalist economy. If you ever go to Whole Foods, you have an Amazon account, you have a Gmail, you got a Facebook, you're on social, you got a credit card, you got a Visa, whatever. You're all, we're all implicated. And anyone who thinks that they're not a capitalist, consumerist, whatever, you're either misguided, misled, or maybe you don't want to admit it to yourself. But if you really want to succeed as an entrepreneur, you need to be a good marketer. 
And the reason I was able to get so good at marketing, you know, part of it is my social skills. I like to talk to people, but also I studied sociology in school and sociology has probably been the most effective tool for me to actually market and um, brand myself and stuff like that. All right, the show goes on. All right, so continue. All right, so this is actually a, a, another big piece of advice I wish I could have gave myself if I started all over again. So essentially me, Eric Kim, I made my name being a street photographer and you know my life goal was always to become the number one street photographer on the internet and then I achieved that goal and it was pretty cool. But in every niche is a trip. So if I could give myself advice again starting all over again, it would be this. Be anti-niche. Don't allow yourself to get pigeonholed into any one thing because sooner or later, you're going to outgrow it. So better instead, your most important asset is your name, your first and last name. So me, Eric, Eric Kim, and my personal ambition is actually after I die, or maybe while I'm still alive, people won't just call me as Eric Kim, they'll just know me as Eric. And, you know, like two, three hundred years from now when they talk about Eric, you know, like when they talk about Leonardo, they talk about Da Vinci or Michelangelo, we know exactly who you're talking about. So same thing is, uh, is remember your number one asset, your first and last name. So for example, Eric Kim, or just being Eric. So what that means is if you're going to start, you know, a business or your sole proprietorship, don't call it like, you know, shadow images or, you know, decisive moment photography. Just use your first and last name, right? Like, you know, Eric Kim, Eric Kim Photography, erickimphotography.com slash blog. Like keep it, keep it kind of simple or like better yet, if you register your own domain, just try to get your first and last name. Like I actually, Bax, uh, you know, shout out to Cindy. I actually own erickim.com and I had to buy it out for like a thousand bucks. Good investment. So also realize as a photographer, don't kind of stick yourself in the small ghetto of photography. Rather, better to brand yourself and market yourself as a visual artist. Now what's the difference? Visual, like your eyes, artist, you know, we all know what an artist is. And so you're not just a photographer, you're a visual artist because you like to utilize different tools and technologies to augment your, your visual arts. Now, to me, this is very important because you should allow yourself all forms of visual arts, right? Whether it be photography, video, um, digital arts, you know, abstracts and stuff like that. And the more you can let yourself flourish visually, essentially the better. And so I think about this a lot is like, you know, what is the future of photography going to be? So some basic things I see is that currently what we're experiencing is video plus photo seems like it's becoming a thing, which means like, I think a hybrid 
is going to be the future. So even the, you know, I've been shooting a lot of uh, photos and videos and vlogs and blogs and stuff like that on uh, Lumix G9. And a great thing is it shoots 60 FPS, 4K, which means it's 4,000 pixels wide, which is huge. So that means that, you know, like often what I'll do is I'll, I'll shoot a video 4K, 60 FPS, and I'll pause the video in Mac and I'll screenshot certain images that I like. And to me, this is actually a very effective strategy. And not only that, but while I'm recording, I can shoot still photos. So it kind of makes you wonder, why do people kind of stick themselves in the ghetto of, oh, I'm just a photographer, I'm a videographer. Certainly it's both. So it's like, you're not even like, just like maybe even a good idea, right? Just call yourself, this is, this is Eric Kim's notion, right? Call yourself a grapher. Maybe a grapher, right? A grapher just means writer or whatever. So, graph, I think it's grapheme, maybe? It means to sketch, embed, and write. And, you know, video plus grapher, photo plus grapher, you know, graffiti actually comes from the notion of uh, grapher too. So, I, I kind of like this notion. Maybe we just call ourselves graphers. And, okay, so how does one build uh, an audience or build a name for themselves? Simple thought, 90% blogging, 10% YouTube. So currently, you know, whether we like it or not, Google is the internet at this point, which means the best way to get discovered is organic. So what is organic? So organic. That means if someone goes on Google and they search you, they, they find you for whatever you are. And they often call this SEO or search engine optimization. The basic gist is whenever you want, if you want to get discovered on a topic, write a blog post about the topic, whatever it may be. And YouTube is still effective insofar much as Google owns YouTube. You, YouTube is the world's second biggest search engine. So whatever people are searching for, sooner or later, they're going to, to find you. And so another important entrepreneurial philosophy that I got is create the thing which you wish to see in the world. So, you know, it's kind of a riff off the Gandhi quote. Gandhi may or may have not even said it. It might have been somebody else. But the basic gist is... Like, there, it's one thing to kind of complain about how the world is. It's another thing to do something about it, which means the most effective thing to do in life and stuff like that is to realize you're powerful and you're strong enough to actually change the world. Like, you know, like a lot of people are nihilist. Oh, you know, you can't change the world. I'm like, bro, you, you can change the world. Come on. It's, it's easy, right? Just internet. This thing called the internet, the blog, YouTube, right? And so create the thing which you wish to see in the world. So rsbeta.com is essentially, you know, my my vision that I had with, uh, you know, shout out to Kevin, Cindy, Annette, June, everyone. So essentially, we created this platform where, like the top composition, created a platform where, what 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 I call it is, uh, a double blind platform where, the the person who uploads a photo is anonymous and the person who gives a comment is anonymous so you both it makes for much more effective you know honest feedback so like the focus or whatever and like to me 
I love this idea of ours because R stands for art, beta is, you know, beta testing. So the basic gist is your artwork is always in beta. beta.com. So the reason I had the idea of ours was actually because um, I think, okay, Instagram is probably the worst thing that's happened for photographers and humanity. I think it's an extreme net negative for humanity. Instagram is very bad because essentially it quantifies your self-esteem and what it causes is photography is becoming more generic and mediocre because we all know what gets lots of likes, right? You know, you upload a nice black and white picture, symmetry, minimalist, whatever, you get a bunch of likes. But now the problem is we're hunting for, fishing for likes and followers and stuff like that, rather actually making something kind of unique because Truth be told, there's, you know, I think it's a, I forget who says this, but there's a quote, it's like, the rare or the rare, and actually, it might have been, it might have been Horace, I'm not 100% sure, but essentially, rare things aren't going to be appreciated by the masses, and you know, <laughs> a lot of Romans have also talked about, like, the vulgar masses, right, like, uh, Horace too, and it's funny because Horace is probably one of the best poets of all time. And during his lifetime, there's way more popular poets who was more popular than him. But Horace is the one that's lasted. He's, he has things like, you know, I'm going to make a monument more lasting than bronze. And he was, he was right. So the basic gist of ours, this is actually my initial mock-up of ours. The basic gist is like, imagine Tinder for photographers. You upload a picture, you swipe right to pick, swipe left, you don't like it. And then you swipe up to favorite it, you swipe down to leave a comment. And, you know, shout out to June, um, you know, he, he, he made ours coin. It's kind of like a pseudo crypto for things. And yeah, shout out to Cindy, you know, everyone who's helped uh, Ben, Ben Mills gave some consulting too. And so the basic gist is you commission critiques, get feedback and stuff like that. And ours is so great because, you know, like I really think that you know, we haven't really quite scratched the surface yet of uh, what could be the future of photography and feedback. And I think uh, rsbeta.com is, is the one. So I'm going to keep working on it. Anyways, so blogging is kind of interesting to me because I, I, I kind of think of blogging kind of like meta thinking. Like as I blog, I have an idea. Like for me, sometimes I have a general gist of an idea I have. And then I, I, I blog purely for myself. You know, like some people like to journal or whatever. I like to blog because it's like thinking or journaling in real time. And there's no such thing as a good blog post or a bad blog post. But to me, it's more like an honest blog post or a dishonest one. So for me, an honest blog post is only whenever I have an idea I really care about and I'll pursue it to its, its depth or profundity to the extent that I like. False blogging to me is when people blog just to get a lot of affirmation likes and stuff like that. And so, you know, yo, I've been in this for like over a decade and I feel like I'm still a beginner. Um, so I kind of like, I kind of like this from Steve Jobs, right? Essentially just like ask yourself, why do you do what you do? Because no one ever knows what they do, what they do. And so, you know, just kind of like ask yourself, like, why do I do it? Like there's this, there's this notion of like, you know, the, 
the three whys, right? Like you ask yourself why, why, why three times. I think it's from Toyota or something like that. If you keep asking why do I do this, you'll you'll sooner or later find a, a good answer. And you know, that's probably the the apex of philosophy and entrepreneurship. Why? Ask yourself why three times or more, and you will achieve a deeper understanding. So this is important, right? So keep asking yourself why. So why do I make photos? I make photos because it makes me happy. Why does photography make me happy? Photography makes me happy because I go out and I interact with the world. Why do I like to go out and interact with the world? Because that's what gives me some sort of physiological thriving. Why is physiological thriving important to me? That's to, to you know, humanity and organic processes based on thriving. So the, the more you could question yourself and challenge yourself, why? Uh, the better, and actually, you know, the the why the why app Zen of Eric is kind of something I'm working right now to create like a philosophical thinking tool that you could actually, you know, keep asking yourself why. Because you talk to most adult man, I freaking I hate talking to adults. I, I like talking to kids. I like talking to college kids. Not even college kids. College kids kind of bad too. I like talking to freshmen. I like I, I like I like high schoolers. I like. I like talking to people who haven't been indoctrinated by the system yet, right? Because, you know, there's kind of like original thinking. Original thinking doesn't necessarily mean it has to be the most like interesting idea. But to me, original thinking means you're not just swallowing and regurgitating what others have taught you, but you actually use your real life experiences, your empirical experiences to share your opinion. And also just realize your opinion is always in a state of flux. So ultimately, as an entrepreneur, you're a risk taker. You know, you're a philosopher, always ask yourself why, and create what you want to see manifested in the real world. Peace out.